At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Um, welcome, welcome. Here we go. We got a good show for you today. This is Marley, my rescue monkey, little Marley man. Those of you on Spotify, Apple, and Megaphone, you may want to go look on YouTube when you get done cruising or driving around wherever you are and check out Marley. He's front row center on the podcast right now. He wanted to be a part of this to start off with. We're going to put him back in his little cage as we get going, but it's Pro Marahi USA Tuesday. We always start the show off talking about a little Promar product and we'll get that going in a little bit, but I just want everybody that hasn't met Marley yet to meet my monkey. This is my rescue monkey, Marley. Actually, I call him mine, but he's really Kelly girl's little baby boy. Marley, say hi to everybody. There he is. Gang, that's our rescue monkey. He's the smallest monkey in the world. His head is the size of my thumb. He's the smallest little monkey in the world. His name's Marley. He's just having a great day today, and he wanted to start off being on the show. There he is. Everybody, check him out. Marley Man, the man, the myth, the monkey. Okay, we're going to put you back in your cage, all right? You want to get back in there? Cruise around, have fun. There you go. Marley basically has his own, own room here at the house. It's like a jungle. We built him a little jungle here in the house, and he's cruising around, having a good time. Um. And he's our rescue monkey. That's Marley. Gang, thanks for joining us. Everybody across all social media platforms, megaphone and everything. Hey, I got a lot of messages this morning coming through asking me if I'm at ICAST. No, I'm not. I'm not at the ICAST show this year. I'm here in my house in Cabo San Lucas hanging out with my monkey. Because we're doing that big benefit for uh, CCA and the Anthony Shea lifetime conservation award going to bill shed so we opted out on going to icast this year so make sure you stop by promar and tell them hey where's captain dave stop by the akuma booth and find ask where captain dave is let them know you miss me and you wish i was there next year we'll be back at icast but thank you everybody for the concern and and wanting to know what booth i'm in this year i'm not there at the show this year so we are here in Cabo hanging out with our monkey and my beautiful wife, Kelly, and we're doing this great show today talking about the fish that are biting in Southern California. We're going to get down and nasty and dirty about what's going on and what it's all about. And I don't want you to get all discouraged because like I've been talking to a lot of our members today, the phone has been ringing off the hook besides the people wanting to know about, uh, if I'm going to be at ICAST, a lot of people are asking about this bluefin, yellowfin thing that's going on. Thank you, Doug Dorsey. I just got off the phone with your best buddy, Mark Paul. So it's showtime for sure. We're getting going here. And today we're talking about what's going on offshore. And I was telling you, I was talking to some of our members this morning and they were asking me, hey, What's going on? I went out three times, yet I have yet to catch a tuna. Well, here's what I have to tell you. And they go, oh, everyone's saying they're catching them. It's wide open. 
Gang, I want you to understand this. The only people you see posting anything on social media are the people that are catching. For every one that's catching, 10 aren't. And they're not posting. There's Marley. He's all active right now. He's cruising. Marley, there you go, buddy. There he is, cruising up to the tower to go look for some tuna. Dan, look at him. So you don't understand. It's not wide open by any stretch of the imagination. It's very, very good fishing, but it's not wide open. It is super duper talent driven fishing gang, which you don't understand unless you go out there and you see what I'm talking about. You can't just go drive around with your feet up on the dash and expect those fish to find you and jump on your trolling lure. This is a visual, visual, visual fishery right now in Southern California. Super visual. This offshore thing is super visual. What do you mean by that, Captain Dave? I see all the pictures of all the fish. Yes, I know that. When I say visual, I'm talking about, well, we had Jim Kingsmill on here a couple months ago before the season got started and we were showing you the gyro stabilizing binoculars and Jim and I were both talking to you all about how important it is to have a really, really good pair of binoculars. People go, well, I can't afford that really good pair of binoculars. Well, if you start to break it down now and start to understand the price of fuel is mind bending the amount of money you're spending on your fuel to go offshore to go look for these tuna. If you just took a couple of those trips and said, okay, I'm not going on, I'm not going to go next week and I'm not going to go the next week. I'm going to save those two days. And there's your money for your gyro stabilizing binoculars. This fishing is very, if you think you don't need them, well, then you're spending your time offshore fishing for boats. Like Jim Kingsmill said, he's the master of the gyro stabilizing binoculars. He said, if you don't have a good pair of binoculars, you will be fishing for boats the whole time you're offshore. I talked to several different members the last, gosh, we talk to members every day, but we've talked to several different members in the last week. And uh, they've been very unsuccessful out there fishing because of the fact that they don't have any good binoculars. I don't sell binoculars. I don't have a I don't have a horse in the race. I'm just telling you what it takes to be successful. You can tune me off. You can go, oh, here he goes, selling binoculars. I don't sell binoculars. I don't have any binoculars to sell you. I don't really know. I know Jim Kingsmill sells binoculars. That's what he does for a living, but I don't get anything out of it. I'm just trying to help you to understand how important it is to spend your time out there. If you don't have a pair of gyro-stabilizing binoculars, You've got to have a good pair of binoculars. You have to have binoculars that you can see out of. And then here's the big rub. Here's the big th difference. You got to look through them. I can't even tell you how many beautiful yachts over the last 20 years I've been on. They have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of terminal tackle hooks and lures and line and floral carbon and thousands of dollars worth of swivels and thousands of dollars worth of hooks. $50,000, worth of rods and reels. And they don't have a pair of binoculars on the boat. I know guys that are involved in big time tuna 
clubs that don't have a pair of gyro stabilizing binoculars spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on fuel and don't have a pair of binoculars or they do i've seen guys that have a pair of binoculars and they never op- they never took them out of the bag or out of the box you come on their boat you get up in their wheelhouse and you're all hey where's your binoculars oh they're down in my room what we're out here fishing your binoculars are in your room. Oh yeah, we already ever use them. I'm 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 flabbergasted to be to begin with, and then I'm I'm like, what do you? Well, and they got four radios going, and they're listening to four different people talking, and they're trying to figure out where each one of them booger eaters are, and then they're looking off in the distance, and they see one of their booger eating buddies, and they're like, is that? That guy stopped, and I'm like, are you out of your ever-loving mind? Pick up a pair of binoculars and start looking around on the water. Most guys that have a pair of binoculars, you know what they do with their binoculars? They look for the other boat. They look, oh, oh, there's Jim and Sam over there. Oh, look at Jim and Sam. They're, 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 they're stopped. Oh, Jim, Jim's putting out a bait. Oh, I'm like, are you out of your flipping mind? Stop looking at boats, gang. Stop from today forward. Stop looking at boats. When you go out fishing, you got to get off of this looking at boats thing. And the biggest thing, and we talked, I don't even know. I talked to 15 different guys in the last week and a half. The number one thing that will ruin your trip is your friends. When you bring your friends out on your boat, they're sitting behind you. You're driving and they're going, Hey, Tony. Yeah? Do you see over there? There's three boats. Okay. Well, Tony, we should go over there and see what they're doing. Are you? What? And then your friends ruin it because they never listen to your saltwater guide. They haven't seen the 10,000 videos I have out there about stop fishing for boats when you're offshore fishing. So... Your friend is your worst enemy or your neighbor or your buddy, whoever you took. They're going to set behind you and they're going to go, oh my gosh, now there's five boats over there. Why, why aren't we going over there? And you have to look at them and say, because we're not fishing for boats today. Yeah, and then they go, yeah, but there wouldn't be five boats over there if there wasn't something over there to catch. And you got to go back to what Captain Dave said and go, you know why there's five boats over there? Because one boat accidentally found some fish and the other four boats are watching that one guy catch a fish. Gang, it's never, ever, ever going to work in your favor. If you're going to spend your day offshore fishing for boats, you're not going to catch it. I'm sorry. I know, I know Dan and Kim that one time your sister's brother's aunt's cousin went with you and they... She told you that you need to go over there because there's eight boats over there and you went over there and you accidentally caught a Dorado that was 50 miles off the paddy because it was lost and you got all excited. Now you're like, oh, see, Captain Dave doesn't know what he's talking about. We caught a fish in the middle of all the other boats. Why, Captain Dave is a mile outside of you catching 50 Dorado while you are trying with the other 35 boats to catch one Dorado that's swimming around, driving the whole fleet crazy, 
Gang, you got to stop fishing for boats and you got to understand what's going on on this offshore thing. When you go offshore, let's say, hey, I heard the fish are biting on the 181 and they were on Friday. But there's nothing colder than yesterday's hot spot. So you go out to the 181, your boat does 25 knots. So you get out to the 181 and you drive through the area at 25 knots. You're through the 181 in like five minutes. You're past it. Now you're on your way out to the 182 or you're over to the 43 or you're on your way out to the corner. Here's what the professionals do. We're going to go look around. We heard there's fish out on the 181. About five miles before we get there, we slow the boat down. We pull the throttles back. We slow the boat down. We'll dump a couple uh, live deception cedar plugs out behind the boat. We'll put those out there, one on each corner. We'll pick up the gyro stabilizing binoculars or your uh, field glasses. Whatever you have, I got to have a pair of binoculars in my hands. I'm going to pick those up and I'm going to start looking. I'm not looking for boats. I don't really care about the other boats. I don't give I don't care if there's 50 other boats out there. I'm going If I see 50 boats over to the port side, I'm going as far to the starboard side as I can. I'm getting away from all those boats and I'm looking for what I call and what the old timers in the industry call clean water. That's not the clarity of the water. That's water that 50 other boats haven't driven through yet. We're going to get into a patch where there's not a lot of boats, where we can pick up the binoculars and look at water that doesn't have boats driving through it. And what are we going to look for? We're going to look for any, here's the key. My gosh. And I get asked this question a hundred times a week. Cab Dave, what are we looking for when we get out there? We got, we went and bought the binoculars. We got the boat. We got everything we need. What are we looking for? And I go, it's simple. It is so simple. People overthink it and overmanage it. This is the most simplest thing. And if you remember this, you'll be so much more successful when you go offshore. You're looking for anything that is not water. Anything that is not water. Gang, I know that's hard to comprehend. You just don't quite understand. When, oh, that's funny, Dave. Oh, no, that's real. That's absolute we're talking about real as it can possibly get. I've caught fish on a trash can lid. I've caught fish on a jacket. I've caught fish on a hat. I've caught fish on a bag of trash. I've caught fish on a kelp patty. I've caught fish on a, on a, on a birds. I've caught fish on one bird flying. I've caught fish on a thousand birds diving into the water. I've caught fish on dolphins. I've caught fish on grass, eelgrass floating on the water. I've caught fish on uh, a piece of artificial turf once. I've caught fish on a big trash bag floating in the water full of trash. I've Navy, we found fish, me and Chris Goble one day, we're out fishing on a skiff. We caught fish on an old Navy jacket that was in the water floating. Gang, every single thing I just mentioned here, falls right into what I said a minute ago. All those things are not water. Oh, I didn't even think of that, Captain Dave. I thought you were joking when you said, no, 
I'm being as honest as I possibly can. I pick up the binoculars. I slowly scan the surface of the water close to the boat. Then I next scan, I scan out a little bit farther. Next scan will be on the horizon. Then back to 150 to 200 yards off the side of the boat, back and forth. I'm looking for anything. Then I scan out a little far, a little far, back and forth, sweeping back and forth. I'm constantly looking for anything that isn't water. Yep, a big school of breezing bluefin. That's not water. Bluefin jumping out of the water. That's not water. Kelp patty, that's not water. One single turn bird hovering over the surface of the water. That's not water. This all matters, gang. Moving forward, if you've watched any of my videos on my website, YourSaltWaterGuide.com, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, I constantly talk about how important every single thing is when you're out fishing. Every single thing matters. It always has and it always will. And if you approach this offshore thing, which it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be fun this year. There's going to be lots of stuff to do. It's already showed us, already reared its head up a little bit this last week. There was some phenomenal yellowfin tuna and bluefin tuna to have. That dorado will trickle into our area. The kelp patty yellowtail have been here on and off the whole season already. But I guarantee you, if you approach it the way I talked about in the beginning, if you approach it without looking, without paying attention, you're not going to have a successful season offshore. I know guys, unfortunately, that were fishing that Dorado last year, they didn't catch one. Because, and I talked to them closely, I talked to them at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, I talked to them on my website all the time. They sent the whole time out there going from groups of boats to groups of boats to groups of boats. They watched a phenomenal amount of Dorado caught. But they didn't catch any. So back to what we were saying 10 minutes ago. When I go, let's just say, I you hire me and I go with you on your boat and I hear the fish are on the 181. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get out there and I'm going to start looking for... I'm going to slow down. Okay, good, Captain Joe. I'm glad I'm doing it wrong. Thank you very, very much. And I know you've been doing it way longer and way better. You're the very best, Captain Joe. So thank you very much. Nobody does it as good as Captain Joe. <laughs> yeah, he's just leaving some funny comments on TikTok. So, gang, here's the deal. When you go out to the 181, five miles before you get there, you slow down. You pull the throttles back. You get down to about five and a half, six knots. Maybe eight knots, depending on what you're planning on doing. I like to get down around six and a half knots, throw a couple live deception cedar plugs out there. Then I start to scan and I start to look and I spend the whole day looking and I'm going to go over the top of the bank. Then I'm going to go out to the right, out to the starboard side of the bank. Then I'm going to go to the west side, the east side. I'm going to look around, but I'm going to make sure that I'm coming around that top of that bank at slack tide. Remember we talked about the tide a few weeks ago and how important it is because fish are stupid and they float when the tide goes slack. They all do. They have since the beginning of time because I don't care if that bluefin weighs a thousand pounds or if he weighs 
an eighth of an ounce. Oh yeah, bluefin weigh an eighth of an ounce. They weigh less than that. They they they, they when they're born, they're the size of a pinhead. Yeah, they start out as a little egg. They grow rapidly and quickly, but they all start out like larva form. They all start out tiny, 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 and they swim in these big, giant schools for safety. But here's why do they float when the tide slacks? Because that's when all animals feed on plankton. When the tide goes slack, the plankton floats to the surface. The, the photoplankton, then the zooplankton floats up to eat the photoplankton. Then the little larva fish float up to eat the zooplankton. Then the bigger fish float up, or the bait fish float up to eat the larva fish. And da, 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 da. next thing you know, you got three, four hundred pounders up on the surface feeding. That's what happens, gang. It's the way it is. It has been forever. But it's all about matching the hatch and making sure that whatever all these fish are feeding on up on the surface is what you have in your jump, jumbo tackle box or in your bait bag or whatever. You want to match the hatch, and the very best way to do that is with these live deception flash lures from Promar. These things are incredible. This is the sardine color, and if this doesn't look like a sardine right out of your bait tank, I don't know. These things match the hatch perfectly. There's several different sizes. I want you to see what I'm talking about. I want you to look at this video real quick, and then we'll jump right back on here. Don't get discouraged. Stay with me. We've got a lot more to talk about about this offshore thing if you want to be successful don't leave tiny little sardine then it's got it's a live deception flash lure and if you can see as i twist it in this in the sun you can see how it flashes you can get these and several other products at promar ahi usa just log right on with that qr code that i threw up on the screen at the end of this video You'll save 10% on these products. Get the size that works for you. Match the hatch. Thanks. There's your, there's your QR code, gang. You save 10%. You visit the Promar website. You're going to be entered into the bag. When they get back from uh, ICAST, they're going to give a bag of swag away again like they did last month. We'll give that bag of swag away on August 1st. You just simply visit the website through the QR code. And those of you on TikTok, Megaphone, Spotify, Apple, when you guys visit the website, you put in the code YSWG, you'll save 10% on your purchase. You don't have to purchase anything to win, but you do have to put in the code if you want to win, or you do have to enter through the QR code that we have flashed up on the screen on Facebook and YouTube. And while you enter that QR code, or when you enter through the QR code, we're able to track who you are, and then we'll give away that bag of swag. But also, you guys want to have all the cool stuff that they sell over at promarahi.com. When you're at promarahi.com, you're going to go, oh, my gosh, they got everything. Yeah, they make sabikis. Can you believe that? You're like, oh, yeah, I need sabikis. We all need sabikis, especially this time of year with the offshore fishing that's going on, the mackerel you want to have in your bait tank. They make sabikis, they make the bait scoops, they make the landing nets, they make, you'll be shocked when you're on their store of all the products that they make every single day. And I don't care if you're in Texas, Hawaii, Florida, New York, California, Cabo, you're using their products every single day and you don't even know it. When you go over to their website and check it all out, you'll go, holy, holy macaroni, I'm using everything and I didn't even know it was Promar products. Go to Promar Ahi USA, or excuse me, promarahi.com, 
and check out all the cool products. Enter that QR code and go sail over there. Somebody's going to win that bag of swag. We give away cool stuff all the time on the show. All right. So back to what I was talking about. When you get offshore, you got to slow down. You cannot physically look at all that water if you're doing 25 knots. Now, if you're on a 90-foot Viking and you got five guys in gyro-stabilizing binoculars, you can blow through an area at 25 knots. Sure, you're not really going to get a good look at it, but you're going to get a better look at it than me and uh, me and Doug Dorsey on his 23-foot Parker. But we're if I'm on a 90-foot Viking or I'm on a 23-foot Parker, I'm slowing down. I want to look around. I'm already out here fishing. I want to spend some time looking around at that water. I want to see the water. I want to be around that high spot when the tide goes slack, but I want a good look. I want to slow the boat down. When I'm offshore fishing, and I did it for a couple of years for a living, I want to get a really good look at the water. I'm never going to leave an area until I've looked it over very, very good. So I'm going to spend a lot of time scanning back and forth, looking over that area, tacking across the high spot of the 181, then tacking back down swell, and then turning around, driving back up the, and waiting for the tide to go slack for that fish to float. Now, if I heard that there was some fish stretched out from the 209 down to the 181. It depends on what marina I'm coming out of, what harbor. If I'm coming out of Dana Point, I'm shooting straight out to the 209, but I'm going to come about five miles west of it. I'm going to turn it. I'm going to drive down the 209, looking as hard as I can in my gyro stabilizing binoculars or your field glasses or whatever you have, but I'm going to look. I'm going to spend that time looking. And then I'll maybe do three or four laps around the 209 just to see what's going on. If there's 10 boats there, I'm not even spending 10 minutes there. Because that, if you go back to what we were talking about 20 minutes ago, we're looking for clean water. And that does not mean water that is clear. That means water that doesn't have boats in it. I repeat myself a lot. And I know that. You know Why? Because I'm a teacher. I teach people how to do this. And what I've learned over my 48 years of doing this, a lot of the stuff that I say needs to be repeated because people don't listen the first time or the second time because they want to tell you about how their brother, sister's aunt's cousin told them all day to look. There's some boats over there. Oh, there's some boats. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I see it. I used to see it all the time when I was running sport boats and when I was running yachts, charter boat yachts for a living. People constantly would come up into the wheelhouse. Hey, Augie, how are you? And ask me, hey, Captain Dave, can I see your binoculars? And I'd go, why? Oh, I want to look look around. I go, you want to look at those boats over there? No, you can't use my binoculars to look for boats. I'm out here looking for fish. If you... I used to use this all the time. If you really want to look at all the boats, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to the harbor. I'm going to anchor up inside the harbor and you can watch all the boats drive around us all day. You'll be so happy because you'll get to see all the boats. Oh, I don't know what you mean. Well, that's what you want me to do out here. You want me to spend 
$1,000 on fuel to go look at all the pretty boats. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot emphasize this enough. I talk about it on uh, Let's Talk Hookup. I talk about it on, on my website, on every one of my 500 videos. I talk about stop fishing for boats. Start fishing for fish. This is the number one reason why all of you are not, are those of you that are, not all of you, those of you that are not successful when you go offshore or onshore or wherever you go fishing at on your boat, the number one reason why you're not successful is because you're so damn worried about what the other boats are doing. It's ridiculous. You got to get that out of your, that has to get out of your head this year. We've got to break you of that. We got, and I know we can do it, but then you're going to have your friends come out with you. You're going to have your friends come out with you on your boat. Take a piece of this podcast or take a piece of my 500 plus videos and grab a piece of it and put it on your phone so that every time your booger-eating buddies tell you that there's five boats over there, there's seven boats over there, there's 25 boats over there, you can go, Listen to Captain Dave. Gang, there's 25. Remember the story I tell at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show or I tell it at the Fred Hall Show? I do it in my live seminars. Gang, the yacht I used to run at a 30-foot tower. Boats follow me all day. They always have. They always will. I mean, if I was out there, I'd follow me around too because it's fun to listen to my mouth and watch us kill stuff. I mean, that's fun. I, I, you can do it on YouTube, but a lot of boats like to follow me around for some reason. One day I stopped to take a pee, literally stopped the boat, climbed down the ladder, went to the back corner and took a pee. And it takes me a little while. I'm old, so I don't, it takes a couple of minutes for me to get done. By the time I got done, we literally had six boats fishing around us. Yep, because I stopped. Now, a lot of you are going, oh, shoot, I do that all the time. What in the world are you doing? What are you guys doing? What are you doing? Don't do that. Stop doing that. Right now, forward, stop fishing for boats. The next thing is turn off your VHF radio. Take it easy. Take it easy. Calm down. I know. I know. The Coast Guard says you have to have the radio on channel 16. Okay. I don't want a bunch of you to, your heads to explode. So we'll say leave your radio on 16. All right. We'll just tell you to do that. Other than that, leave the damn radio off. Turn it off. That's your other problem when you're off out fishing. You guys are constantly listening to the radio. I've had so many people come up into the wheelhouse and say, Hey, Cap, how's the other boats doing? I have no flipping idea. I don't even care. Dude, I'm on a hunting mission. I'm out here trying to find you fish. I could give two craps if every other boat out here is hooked up. What the hell does that have to do with anything? God dang it. It blows my mind. So many people are so worried about the gosh darn radio. That radio is never, ever, ever going to do you have will never do you a favor. Listen, Doug Dorsey, thank you very much. Lawrence, have you ever been out fishing on your boat and been in a wide open bite 
And the first thing you want to do is go to the radio and call everybody and tell them to come. No, that's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to call everybody and tell them to get over here. You found some fish and now we, we all need to get over there and help you catch them. No. Oh my gosh. If you did that to me, I'm going to lose my flipping mind. I'm going to scream and yell and jump up and down like a Comanche Indian because I am not, I didn't spend the whole day looking in the binoculars so that when I finally find my friends and my clients or my buddies, some fish, I don't want your lazy old man butt to come swing over there and jump on my fish that I found and put them all down so we don't catch anything. That is the craziest bunch of crap I've ever heard. And I hear you all on the radio all the time. You get on, you only know two channels. I don't care where you are. You can know 72 or 65. You get on the radio and you go, hey, anybody out on the 181? Catching any fish? Really? <laughs> Are you? Really? You think that's going to work? Do you really, really, really think that's going to work? Do you think I'm on the 181 and we're knocking the living crap out of them and I'm going to get on, I'm going to answer that call and say, oh my God, yes. Oh, you got to get out of here. It's full speed. It's, and um, get out here to the 181. As a matter of fact, here's the numbers. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I am going to do that. I will answer that call. I do it from Cabo. I hear you guys up there off of Ensenada sometimes. The radio will skip and I'll answer those calls. Absolutely. You got to get out here. It's wide open. Because I think it's absolutely ridiculous that you're actually calling on the radio asking anybody if they're biting out there. That's because you're lazy. That's because you didn't get up in the morning on time. And now you're going to come rolling out there in the middle of the day when we've all been out there killing ourselves all day, staring out in the binoculars, trying to find some fish for our friends or our clients. And you're going to get up around noon and come rolling out on your boat with your big cigar and your tank top on. And you're going to roll out there and pretend like you know what you're doing and show off in front of your friends. and say, Stop it. Would you stop for God's sakes? I will answer all those calls and I'll drive your flipping boat from my boat all day, every day, because you guys are ridiculous. Don't do that. Stop. And then the other guy, here's another guy I hear all the time. Hey, you over there on the blue boat with the yellow top, do you mind if I come in on your patty? Excuse me? Did you just ask that question? Oh my gosh, if I found a patty and my clients are catching fish on it, <laughs> no, you can't come in on my patty. Are you out of your flipping mind? But I answer every one of those calls. Yeah, come on in, get as close as you want. You guys want a burger or something? You want a sandwich? Get as close as you want. People are losing their minds. You hear them screaming at each other on the radio. I'm like, I'll answer every one of those calls. Most of the time I'm not, I'm at Catalina sitting on a mooring ball. I, I just think that's the funniest phone, the funniest radio call I've ever heard in my life. And you guys all hear it. You're listening to 72 or you're listening to 65. It's absolutely ridiculous. So understand from today forward, the radio is not your friend. Never has been, never will be. Other boats are never going to help you out there if you're offshore looking for fish. 
if you end up spending the day, hey, Marley, what are you looking for, buddy? If you, that's my monkey right there. If you spend the day out there looking for other boats, you're not going to be successful. You got to slow down and you got to start paying attention. It's super important. It's probably, is offshore fishing, it's the most important thing, bar, bar none, is paying attention, looking, looking. Stop looking for boats. Now, if there's a boat running, what I'll do in the binoculars, I'll look and see if I can see what he's running for. He may be going to a spot of foamers. I'll go, oh, it's time. I'll look at my, I'll look at my tide chart. I'll go, yep, it's just about to go slack tide because the fish are going to come up. Now I'm going to start looking in the zone. I don't want another boat running on the foamer that I want to fish. I'll, sometimes you're out there and it happens and there's a, Every time you stop, five or six boats are going to help you. Then you got to leave that zone and go find another zone when there's no boats. It, unfortunately, there is a phenomenal amount of people that fish for boats every day. That's not going to be any of us on Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram now that watch your saltwater guide. And then the number one thing is those of you that are members of the greatest fishing website ever made, grab that QR code right now. Download my app that I spent a zillion dollars building for you. Yeah, me, old man fisherman dude, done nothing his whole life but fish. I have an app. Do you know how much it costs to build an app? A lot. Do you know how much it costs to maintain an app? A lot. You know who's promoting me and my app? Me. I don't have a big corporation behind me. I built my app myself. I am the sole owner of the app. It's me. But my information's true and real. I have a phenomenal amount of members on here right now that are on here. You can talk to my members. I built the finest fishing community ever built. If you go to my app and you check out the community, you'll be blown away with the camaraderie and the friendship and the, the, the bonds we're building with each other. The app is absolutely clean. It's tight. It works flawlessly. It works when you're offshore. It works when you're onshore. I have a whole bunch of people that are on my show every day that are on the app and on members of my website. Gang, this is the greatest fishing app ever built for fishermen. I promise you that. I'll never let you down. You can go and you can look. The only people that don't like it are people that have never used it. They've never looked at it. They don't know anything about it. They're super jealous because they don't have the wherewithal. They don't have the financial ability to build an app. They don't have the financial ability to support an app. And they don't have the way to convey the message they can't talk a lot of guys are really really good at fishing but they're very very crappy at teaching i've been blessed for my whole life of the ability to talk i talk so much that people wish that i would stop talking but it's hard to teach people stuff if you're not willing to talk this app is incredible it supports over 500 videos all the videos pertain to you being successful on your boat when you go fishing. You can become a member. You can become a member for free. All you have to do is call me. 
pick up your telephone, dial my number, 949-374-0786. I'll give you a free look at the website. You can check it all out. It won't cost you a penny. You can download my app right now on the Google Play Store or the, the, the Apple App Store. You can download my app right now. It's your saltwater guide. Those of you driving on in your cars, it's your saltwater guide. You all have apps. You have tons of apps, all kinds of apps. You got apps for how to eat your boogers. You got apps for how to feed your baby. You got apps for everything. But you, one thing you're cheating on yourself is you don't have your app for how to catch fish. You don't. And the other companies that have built you apps about how to catch fish, They've never fished for a living in their whole life. They have a corporation that helped them build the app. They're gathering information from other people. They're gathering little bits and pieces from, from uh, YouTube channels and stuff, and they're putting it on their app. But they didn't, they're not a fisherman that fishes for a living his whole life and talks to human beings every single day and built an app to teach you how to fish from a guy that fished his whole life, bought his cars from fishing, got his kids through college from fishing. My stuff's real, honest. It might not, you might not way the, like the way I present it because I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't, I, I, I'm the most unpolitically correct human on the planet, but my stuff's real and it's honest and it's telling you exactly the way it is. That's all I have. You can go out there and pretend and sugarcoat it and do all that stuff you can go get an app from some booger eater on the top of a mountain that's never been on the water before. But I'll tell you what, go to any of these other apps, go to any of these other companies out there and try to call the owner. Call the owner of the app and let me know if he answers his phone. First of all, find out who it is. And then if you can find his personal cell phone number, call it. Those other three things aren't even gonna happen because he's not gonna answer his phone. There's so many people right now on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Megaphone, Spotify, and Apple that watch me every day that'll tell you. Dave answers his phone. When you call Dave, he answers his phone. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. The number one thing I love the most about that is when you sign up for my website and I call you. And it's me talking to you and you're taken back and you're flabbergasted and you're like, oh my God, you did call me. I told you I would. I got no reason to lie. We're not married. I would never lie to you. We have nothing. I have no reason to lie to you. We're not married. So there's no reason for me to lie. If you sign up to my website and put your phone number in there, I will call you. If you don't put your phone number in there, I can't call you. The thing about my website and my app, you can't Google how to use it. So if you don't let me talk to you and give you a tour of how the whole thing works, You'll never know how it works. You won't understand it. It won't make sense to you. You'll get frustrated and you'll jump off of it. And I don't know why people are afraid to talk to me, but this is who you're going to talk to. If, you, if you're just sick and tired of sucking at fishing and you just want that little edge so that you don't have to suck anymore, you can call me. <laughs> I'll answer the flipping phone, dude. It's rad. We have 4,000 plus members. You go Google me. Go look and find out if there's anything negative out there about your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen. If I have five, 4,000 members, we go out on, I have two guide or three guides that go with you on your boats. If all this is happening and we're doing it wrong, 
then there would be so much negative out there. You would, you would just be in it. I mean, really most people want to share negative on the internet and you would find a phenomenal amount of it. So if you don't know if this works, Google me. If you really are afraid to call me, go on the website and just go to the community and look at all the love from all the members. They're sharing real. They're sharing from their heart because they all want you to understand how successful you can be by being a member of this really bitching website. Okay? I'll make you a promise. If you don't sign up by the end of this year, all the prices are going to be astronomically big. It's going up big time. Yep. It's going up big time. I have so many members. My phone rings off the hook. I promise you the website's not going anywhere, but the price is going to go up dramatically on January 1st, 2024. It is. It's going up big. I don't know if you've seen what's going on at the gas station or the value, the peso compared to the dollar. I happen to live in Cabo San Lucas, and right now it's absolutely devastating. The peso's never fallen this fast. I've never seen anything like this before. I woke up this morning at the gas station. It's 15 Point three five to one. When I moved here, it was 24 to one. It's going, the price of tea in China is going up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just letting you know. So if you don't want to get in this year, I will take more of your money next year. I promise you. I will have no problem with that, Kelly. Yeah, I know. Kelly's hoping you don't sign up this year and you wait till next year. It's up to you, gang. You don't have to suck at this fishing anything. Also, do you, would you like to know what's going on up in the wheelhouse on those sport boats? Those guys that are running the sport boats that are killing fish every time they go for all their clients and like to know what's going on up there? That's what you get by being a member of my website, gang. I can call those guys. They're actually guests on my show every Friday. We have bring in a really good superstar of fishing guest. We got Tim Exram from the Royal Star going to be in here on uh, – Friday, going to be talking to us. Don Brockman, owner of Davies Locker, has been on the podcast. Todd Manser, all the big heavy hitters of the industry have been on the podcast. I can call them. They'll answer my phone. I promise you. We're giving you real-time information from the ocean. If you want to see something really spectacular, check out our website, gang. You got nothing to lose. It's free. So you don't have to suck at fishing anymore unless that's what totally you're into. But here's something that we need to talk about more. You got to pay attention when you're offshore. From today forward, everything matters. Remember that. Every single thing matters. One little white bird, like Marty and I talked about yesterday on the podcast. Marty's been in the industry for a very long time, and he was telling you. One bird can have a ton of bluefin underneath of it. One little white turn. Looks like a butterfly out there fluttering around. One little white turn can literally have 100,000 tuna underneath of them. That one little white bird was flying along. All of a sudden, he saw those bluefin, and he started to follow them around because why? He knows those bluefin are going to chase some bait fish up to the surface eventually that he can eat them. So he's just following that school of bluefin around. So if you're driving around out on the 181, 209, and you see one little white bird, you better go over there. Figure out which way that white bird's flying. Whatever direction he's flying in, that's which way that school of tuna is swimming. Try to get in front of that white bird, stop the boat, throw some baits in the water, or throw the live flash deception lure, or throw something in front of that bird to get one of those tuna to bite. 
It could be yellowfin. It could be bluefin. It could be dorado. But that little white bird isn't just hovering out in the middle of the ocean because he got tired of flying. He's looking at those tuna. He's looking at a marlin. He's looking at a dorado. That's one of the things I'm trying to make you understand is that every single thing offshore, and I don't care if you're in Florida or if you're in Texas or you're in Cabo, everything matters when you're out there. Remember what we talked about 20 minutes ago. You're looking for anything on the water that isn't water. That pretty much sums it up as quickly as you possibly can. Breaks it down really quick. If it's not water, there's a pretty good chance it's fish. There's a pretty good chance it's fish. Breezers, that's when the fish are up on the surface, just barely swimming underneath the surface. The water's moving, but the they're not breaking the surface, so the water looks like the wind's blowing across it. That's a technique of fishing that you need to understand, and you need to understand how to determine if it's wind or if it's breezers. We have videos about that. We're going to post one on our social media here in a few days. A lot of our videos that we post on our social media, and I post with the help of Elliot, my producer, I post three brand new videos every single day across all social media. And they all have to do with fishing. But they're only little pieces and parts. They're not the whole story. Once again, if you want the whole story, you go over here to this website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. You download the app. You go, oh my gosh, I can't believe anybody did that. Yeah. And then if you want to learn the spots, we have spots from the Channel Islands to the Mexican border, Catalina, San Clemente Island. And people go, oh, Dave, you're a sellout. I did that 20, no, 31 years ago. Don Brockman, myself, Danny Jackson, we made these spots videos 31 years ago on VHS tape. They're the exact same spots they were then. They haven't moved any of these rocks, any of these kelp beds. Now it's digitalized and it's on a digital format that you can get on my website. It's the same spots that people have been catching fish at since the beginning of the time. And all this is available at my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Crazy. I keep trying to tell everybody on our, on our videos that we post every day, we, have, we tell you right there on the video, you do not have to suck at fishing anymore unless you want to. Okay. If you go out and don't catch anything, you cannot blame it on me. I don't care if you go fishing in Florida, Texas, Cabo, California. From today forward, it's not my fault. It's your fault because you, I don't know, I don't know. It's an app. It's kind of scary. I have an app for how to pick my nose, but I sure the heck don't want an app for how to catch fish. Gang, you do. You want to see all the inside cool stuff. You don't want to be fishing for boats out there. You want to pay attention to what's going on out on the water and you want to start being successful. What we started talking about an hour ago was that the fish are biting in Southern California and they are. For the people that are going the extra mile and paying attention and spending the time staring in the binoculars and spending the time offshore looking for anything that's not water. You don't have to suck unless you want to. From today forward, start looking for fish. Stop fishing for boats. When your friends tell you there's a bunch of boats over there, bring up that part on 
the podcast. Let them listen to me. Let them see what we're talking about. They'll, they, they are going to ask you time and time again, Captain Dave, or excuse me, let's say Captain Doug, there's five boats over there. There's six boats over there. There's 12 boats over there. They are your worst enemy, your friends when they come on your boat. You got to have a meeting before you leave and you have to explain to them. We are going to see boats out there that are stopped. It's just the way it is. We are going to see boats out on the ocean that are stopped. They're not our concern. They got lucky. They found the fish before we did. That's great. We're not here to fish for them. It's our one flipping day of the month. We finally get to go fishing. Don't, please don't waste it fishing for boats getting over there to that boat that got out there an hour before you and found some fish. And now you think it's your day. When you waste that time driving towards that boat that stopped and you and your friends are all standing in there in the wheelhouse or standing by your steering wheel and you're all looking forward and you're going, is that boat stopped? Now you've taken your friend who was looking for fish. Now he's looking for, now three of you are all looking at that boat trying to see if he stopped. You just drove by a thousand bluefin off your port side a half a mile away, but you couldn't see him because you're all looking for that boat that's in front of you to see if he stopped. Doesn't that sound ridiculous? No one's ever broke it down that way, Dave. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You drove by five kelp patties getting over to that boat. And then when you got there, you found out it was a sport boat and he drives at eight at six and a half knots full bore because he can't afford the fuel and none of us can anymore. It's not a knock on the sport boats. It's just the way it is. And they're in the business to make a living. So they bring it down to six and a half knots so they can look. And they're spending their time in their gyros looking, but you spent the last 20 minutes driving towards them because you thought they were stopped. And then all of a sudden you see the white water coming off their bow and you're like, oh, they're not stopped. You just wasted all that time on your day off to see if that other boat was stopped. It's ridiculous. And it happens every single day. And so many of my members call me and go, Dave, you're absolutely right. I took two of my friends out and the whole day they were yapping in my ear because there was a boat over there stopped or they went, you went to Catalina and you came around the east end of the island. I told you to go to Salta Verde and you were driving up the backside of the island. You went by Orange Rocks and there was eight boats sitting there. And your friend's like, there's eight boats there. We got to stop there. And you're like, no, Dave told us to go to Salta Verde because the yellowtail are biting there. If the current's going downhill, but we won't know until we get there. But nope, now we're stopped here because I can't take it anymore. Because you were in my ear for the last 15 minutes telling me we got to look at these freaking eight boats that are stopped over here on Orange Rocks. You got to have the meeting before you leave the dock in the morning. You have to talk all your friends off the cliff. All right. All I'm trying to do every day on this podcast is help you to be successful when you go out fishing on your private boat or when you go out fishing on a sport boat. We cover a lot of sport boat stuff on the show. We do this podcast Monday through Friday, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It's the only live podcast in America, five days a week. We don't have to, we don't have to tape it and then read because I don't ever cuss. 
I don't have to tape it because I don't ever talk about anything. I don't want everybody on the planet to know. I don't have to go back out and cut pieces out of it. These are live podcasts every day, Monday through Friday, because I'm speaking truth and I have nothing to hide and I don't need to sugarcoat anything. We have all these podcasts sponsored up because our sponsors know it's a safe place for them to to show their products and there's not going to be any controversy and no one's going to get their feelings hurt. It is what it is. It's true. It's live and it's real. Be careful when you're out there. Don't get caught in the trap. Don't listen to your friends. Stop fishing for boats. Stop fishing for. Yep. We're live on Spotify or we're live on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. TikTok right now is what you're watching me on, but I'm live on all these other platforms also, all at the same time. It's absolutely mind-boggling to think that an old 62-year-old man would be able to pull all that off, but that's because of my good buddy, Elliot. He makes it that way. Remember, gang, we got a show coming up tomorrow. It's Wednesday. It's Text the Show Wednesday. Those of you listening on any platforms that you don't know how to get a hold of me, it's 949 374-0786. Text in your questions. I'll answer as many questions as I can get to tomorrow. Usually Wednesdays are a pretty busy day with all the questions. I try to answer them as quickly as I possibly can. As much as I possibly can. Make sure that you uh, check it out. Tomorrow is going to be fun. It's going to be incredible. The amount of questions that come in. Blows my mind every single time. And uh, I will answer everybody's questions. I'll do my very best. Do yourselves a favor, though. Download my app and go check out that bitching community we built, gang. It just gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling of a safe community where you guys can talk to each other. And you don't have to worry about anybody sharing anything negative like the... The superstars of fishing over on TikTok or the superstars of fishing on Instagram that beat the heck out of you the minute you post something. None of that happens on our website. We have plenty of members that are going to want to see what you have to say and nobody ever shares anything negative. Check it all out, gang. Don't be afraid. Yoursaltwaterguide.com. Check out the QR code one last time. We're going to wrap up the show here. If you want to um, check out my QR code to see my... Website, grab that real quick. Those of you on on uh, TikTok, go to yoursaltwaterguide.com. I want to thank Promar for allowing us to do this show. Every Tuesday is a Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. We're going to be giving away a grab bag. Got to enter through that QR code. And we're going to give away a grab bag of cool products from Promar on August 1st. We're halfway through July already. That's coming quick. You just... Go into the store, enter the store that gets you in there. Elliot can track who you are, and we'll pull the name out of the hat like we did on July 1st. Gang, thank you all for joining us today. Make sure you send me in your questions. I want to ask your questions. Stop fishing for boats. Start fishing for fish. Have a good time. I'll see you all tomorrow. Be safe. Turn off the news. They're all lying. I can't believe they can't even find out where that white substance came from. If I had dropped it, they would have found it where it came from immediately. See ya.